Wow. Wow. Okay, this is me saying wow. I don't even know why I'm saying wow. I feel like I'm rapping. Why do I always do this every time I come on air? Is something wrong? Or should I be rapping in, in another life? I've been my first life. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, um, guys, welcome again to the Real Talk podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm excited! <laughs> okay, now I've been away for a few weeks. A few weeks, right? Ah, uh, see, eh? the bombo bombo cloud of this life. Eh? <laughs> we're good. We're life. Well, we're we're doing fine. And I'm back again with. Um, uh, a guest. I have someone on the on the line today with me, and we're going to be having a conversation about faith. Uh, this is not a religious conversation, right? It's a spiritual one. If you want help in um, understanding what difference between spiritual and religious, you guess what? Use Google. Use Google. <laughs> I'm bad like that. All right. Okay. So. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, sorry, Ma, why are you laughing already? They don't even know you are here. You're already laughing. All right, let, let me introduce to you. Um, <laughs> she has a very weird story, but I'm, you know, I'll, I'll let her. Sh- no, maybe I should share the story. I'm talking too much, Abi. All right, let's welcome Doctor Luatoni. Luatoni, what? Oh, I beg, Luatoni, I beg. Tony, you're welcome. Yeah, Tony's just fine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a privilege to be here. Oh, privilege, Mua, Oh my God. Tony is wrong. I, I, I usually am very posh on the show, but wow, I, it's so, like so, okay. some of that your shenanigans and it's already bombarding my hair. I don't. Your like nature. It. Oh my God. It so is you're, your nature. I'm finding it into flames, Abby. Yeah, yeah. All right. I so, do my best. I'm an influencer. Wow. Oh, wow. No problem. So if you, if you, if you need to influence <laughs> anything, when I have an influencer here, just, just buzz me. I'm sure you, you, you'd find her prizes very um, accommodable. <laughs> Anyways, all right. uh, let's, let's talk. Uh, how's it been? How's the COVID, post-COVID um, life been? Mm, it's been it's been good it's been introspective i feel like this time has forced everybody to face themselves Mm. um and without me talking for everybody me personally um it's not new because i'm usually a very face yourself person but now there is like there's necessity you have to live with yourself um then you're beginning to realize that "Mm, maybe i'm really not all that oh wow i'm actually really great you know I'm more disciplined than I thought, or I'm more this than, like, it's just, for me, it's the reality of having to face yourself without any distractions. And um, any lessons learned this, uh, this season? Um, quite a lot. Okay, can you just, just share three or so with us? We are good. Okay. Um, the first lesson... I've learned this season is that I am good. Mm. I am, I am good and I am enough and I am nothing without the presence of any other thing. I can live with myself. Mm. That for me was, you know, a huge lesson. Mm. Um, the second thing I've learned is that I have a healthy and strong community. 
a healthy and strong community. Um, all of these months, as it has not even felt alone or lonely or I have a strong community. And the third thing I've learned is that I'm actually getting to talk more or let me say I'm realizing that I used to say that I was very shy and I don't think I would still say I am not shy now, but I'm beginning to do things that shyness has held me back from doing. So it is not that I would say I am now less shy. It is that I have learned to do the things I need to do irrespective of what I think I am. Yeah. Hi, that's, that's, that's great. I know that this, this last, um, well, few months now, because it's, it's, more, it's been more than a month, has been really yeah. for, for a, lot of, a lot of people. In fact, I don't know, I don't know anybody alive that should not have opened their eyes a bit <laughs> to the things that can that yeah. happen to us, you know, especially for people who, who have had to stay by themselves for that length of time, you know, you need to rationalize. Okay, so it was not, this is not always about money, right? It's about other things yeah, that, yeah. You know, that matter much more than money. All right, quickly, let's, let's, yeah, let's sure. a little bit deeper. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Sh- this just is the is the sweet part. Like, I want her to share a story. <laughs> it's the sweet part. So, mm-hmm. can you just, 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 just tell us about <laughs> about your amazing mm. story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it this is, is somebody. It's me to unravel. Yeah, I know. This is this is somebody who left um, Nigeria to go and study abroad. Without, with, listen, without a confirmed source of pain for anything, like for real, like for yeah. real, and she survived it. She did the number of years that she was supposed to do it, and she came back to Nigeria. Like, I'm, I still don't get. I can't even go from, I can't go from Lagos to Ibadan without. <laughs> No, no, man, that's something tangible. But she yeah. did it. Let Nigeria. Let me just shut up. Please, please, just, just give us the juice. Hmm. How would you do such a thing? What, what, what got into you? I don't know. I don't know. Is that I God think, or the devil? I don't know. To be honest, and <sighs> okay. So let, let let me let me share the story and then just I'll. I'll Try to be as brief as possible. So I left I left Nigeria 2012, you know. I remember when I was leaving, I had um I think $250. Yes, $250 was all I had. I didn't even have an, an ATM card to be more specific. Like <laughs> I didn't have an I didn't leave I didn't leave Nigeria with an ATM card. All I had was $250 cash. And I got to Ukraine, and the moment I met so my usually your agent picks you up from the airport, takes you to the hostel. The moment I got to the hostel was May 13th, 2012. It was on a Sunday. My agent says, oh, I have to pay $200 to complete all of my registration. I paid my fees, my first year fees from Nigeria. So I said I was going to pay $200. Me, I had $250. I gave my agent $100 and I have $50 left. Now, the big part was when I was 
in Nigeria and I was processing, I paid my fees. They told me I was paying for first year. I got to the Ukraine and realized that I could not start first year because I got to the country in May and the session starts in September. So I could not join the already existent session and have to wait for the new session that will start in September. But I wouldn't just stay without attending classes. So I would do their language preparatory um, curriculum. That was what the fees I paid for in Nigeria was used to pay for. So by August, that I was supposed to start school, the medical school I went for in September, I didn't have the fees to pay for that September. Hmm. And before leaving Nigeria, it was a, we have sold everything we had. <laughs> you know how scripture says, who is that man that finds a treasure? I would not sell everything he has to get that one treasure. That was it. So I knew that getting money from home was not going to happen. Um, but yeah, my first year, second year, I don't know. My parents were still able to, you know, do something. Like they, I would pay in beats, this uncle, this family member, this friend's parents, somehow. But when the real deal started was 2014. That was after my second year. And then everything just went bonkers. It was a situation of, at this point, we leave you to yourself and God, right? And I, I don't think it was, at the time, I don't think I would say I had so much faith. But I remember one day, I, had, I was sitting in my room and I told my roommate, I said, at this point, I realized that the only thing I have is God. And this God must work for me. So it wasn't because I had the ability to, I, I don't think faith for me was something I had the luxury of choosing. Ah, maybe I'll try faith today. Maybe I'll not try faith tomorrow. I was like, that was my only option. And then from there, it started different things, different things. There was, I, I can't even begin to explain how I would get money. There was a time in Nigerian pastor, I, I, she posted something on social media. I did not know her. She's a very popular pastor. I posted something on, on Facebook and I replied and she liked my reply, sent me a message and said she felt there was something I needed. I should send her an email. I still have that email to today. So it was in 2014. Then I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm, she was like, what do I do? I'm like, oh, I'm in school, yada, 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 and all of that. And she said, oh, all right. I should send her my account details. She was going to send me money. And she sent me $500. That was one example. Then I have random like people, my friends, just like, oh, they were talking to their parents about me and they just said they should give me this $600. And like that, I would see that my fees would get paid. Mm. And then there was another time my teacher, um, I was about to be expelled. Like every year, my name would be on the expulsion list. So in my school, you have expulsion list. Mm. Expulsion list is the names of people that are about to be expelled. So when your name is on that list, you have a time frame to redeem yourself. Every time my name would be there, like it was not even a problem again. And then I remember one day I was, my name had been on the list till the last day. So the last day for redeeming yourself was, let's say today. And in the morning, my agents called me to come to our office. So I, I was stepping out of the house and I'm like, God, I don't know what you're going to do, but you've always done it. Mm. So I went, I went to my agent. My agent was angry. What is my problem? Do I want to lose five years of medical school? Do I want to do this, 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 this? She was just ranting. How much do I have? I looked at her, I said, nothing. I don't have one naira. 
She was like, so what do I want to do? The school is going to expel me. I'm like, okay. Because at this point, I, like, what am I supposed to I'm like, okay, the school wants to expel me. They should expel me. She was like, is that what I was saying? I said, yes. Like, I don't, it's not like I have somewhere that I'm not paid. Like, I don't have it. She looked at me and said, I don't know what to do with you. She dipped her hands into her bag. She brought out $600 and gave it to me to go and pay. She's a Ukrainian. I do not know her from anywhere. So there are like different, different, different occurrences like that. So throughout all of the remaining four years of medical school, my fees was paid for by people that were not me, people that did not know me, people that were not my family. There's another time my classmates contributed money for me. I didn't know about it. I just came into class and one of them walked up to me that they've been, and my classmates consist of Africans, Nigerians, Ghanaians, Arabians, Israelis. These were people that did not have any reason, you know, to help me or anything. And my classmate contributed $1,100 for me. It, it, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say this was what I did different. It just, I knew it, I'm, I'm, I'm always reminded of the time Jacob fought with an angel mm. and he said, I wouldn't let you go. I think for me, that, that, that's been the representation of my life. Like I do not have any other option. This is all. And you have to help me. So yeah, that's, that's the summary. Wow. I didn't, I, I didn't know some of these parts before. So you've been hiding just yeah. for me. <laughs> I forgive you. You know, while we were talking, yeah. in my mind, I was just thinking, wow, this, this podcast has to be titled The Story of Our Faith. You get it? Because it's, yeah. it's really, I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. It's amazing what a little bit of faith yeah. will do. Yet, yeah. it's so hard for us yeah. to even exercise that faith. Why do you that's think that is so? True. Because I think that's the main that's the main issue. Um, that's the main issue, right? I think it's because we have options. Mm. So I was having a conversation again with my roommate um, about two weeks ago. No, maybe like three weeks ago. We did a, a webinar talking about friendship and all of that. So we're just talking about it, and then the subject of jealousy came up. And then it was like, has there been anything about, like, for both of us that have been jealous about each other? Like, is there something in this person that I've been jealous about? And then she said something profound. So when, again, one of the miracles I had, apart from having my fees paid, my roommate took care of me for four, six years. Everything, feeding, clothes, like, everything. So our monthly income would come in, and then it was not even her money. Anyone was like, oh, we have money. Or my mom has sent us money. Or it, it was like that. And then she said something three weeks ago that I didn't even realize. She said, one of the things that she saw in me that she wished she had was my faith. Mm. And it was displayed in money. So for her, she had a fixed income that would come in from her parents. And by the time, you know, money comes in, we buy the things we need, buy school books, school materials, or buy food in the house. By maybe like 10th of the month, the money is done. Mm. And then she said, what I saw happen was that we lived for the remaining 20 days by your faith. Mm. We lived 10 days with my certainty. We lived 20 days with your uncertainty. 
So after the fifth money was done, she would worry, how are we going to survive for the rest of the month? I'm like, blessing, we will be fine. I didn't know where the money was going to come from, but it would come and we would leave. And then we realized that what we thought was the monthly income that was sustaining us Mm. could only sustain us for one third of the month. Mm. So I think what, what has been the problem is options. Mm. And I don't think we have to get to that point where every option is eliminated before we choose faith. Mm. I think that is, um, that is a weak way of approaching faith. If you say, Oh, if, everything else in my life just goes bad and I only have to now choose God. Maybe it will be easier for me to choose God. That is a possibility, but that is not the only possibility. I believe we have to get to a point where we can say, even though I have options, I would still choose you. Hmm. I think that for me is the highlight of living in faith Hmm. that yes, there are options, but I choose God. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, um, this is, I don't, I, honestly, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm trying not to, <laughs> not to unnecessarily, um, push, push the length of this. Uh, gosh, God is it's so profound. Even my, uh-huh. I've heard this story a few times, but listening to it again, it's just, um, very deep. What, what do you think that uh-huh. we can begin to do to exercise our faith? Mm. so that we can begin to grow mm. the muscles you know of, of this faith yeah yeah Whew. so i was listening to a sermon today by jackie hill perry and she said something she said when you see that jesus is better than every other thing you will choose jesus mm. i think one of the greatest disservice that we religion has done to us Mm. is to present to us the ways of God, the miracles of God, Mm. the teachings of God. But it has not really shown us God. Mm. Like, I want to tell you about God, but I don't have much to tell you. Mm. I just want to take you to his presence and you find out for yourself who this person is. Mm. I believe if we truly know God, not his hand, not his actions, but know him, his nature, his character, his personality. Yeah. When we know this, this great being, mm. we would see that he's better than every other thing we are tempted to choose over him. Mm. So what can change going forward is that people begin to expose people to the beauty of God. Think mm. about it like a child. A child, if I'm, a, if, if, I'm a, if you are a parent now, I can tell my child, oh, do you know Mr. Ola? He's the CEO of this, 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 and he's the president of this, this, this. And he's the, all those information do not matter to the child. What matters to the child is their experience of you. Say you come to our house and you see my child and you guys talk. You have a relationship. You play together. In that moment, that child has an experience of you that was not told. Sure, sure. I think what needs to change is that people 
need to begin to turn their faces to Jesus. Begin to behold him. Yeah, yes, we we've known that. so much how? about how you. How do we do that? Because we so the how, right? Yeah, it's the how. Mm. We know the why. It's the how. It's mm. the how. Mm. How do we do mm. it? Because, so people talk about faith. You have this, you have faith. You have, this, you have that. You know all this. Mm. How? How do you expose someone who... who mm. Know this? How do you expose them? So church that they like, oh, they, I get it. You get, they just get it. No, the way this mm. guy um, stretch forth your, or, you know, just go to the and and they just do. That's the how, right? Just do this mm. and they do it and they get yeah. get it. You get. So what do we do? How do we do? It? Mm-hmm. You know, those are the things that I'm thinking of would really help whoever is listening thinking about it now thinking about it now so i think the the first thing about the how is that i think faith is a gift do i have faith we would we would miss it because many people like for many years, we have tried. You know that scripture, if you can just have faith like a grain of mustard seed, and it's like, how do I have it? I think first of all, I think it is first a gift before it is an experience. Mm. I think one of the mistakes we've also made is that we have thought faith to be first an experience. Mm. Like you have to exercise your faith. You have to use your faith. You have, it feels like it's something you have to work for then when you get it then you use it the way we work for money Mm. so you work for money you have the money you use it Mm. now now if you're saying that if you're saying that but i think it is first you get the i think the better way Mm. hello I'm, i'm with you i think i think the better way is that we get it and then we work, we use it to work. How do we? So how do we get faith as a gift? Yes. I believe this happens in the place of intimacy. Mm. Where for some strange reason, for example, if we look at Peter, when Jesus, when Jesus told him to come to him and walk on water, it was not something he had to have prepared for from his house. Like, oh, I am going to walk out my faith today. I'm going to use my faith to walk on water. Mm. He said something. He said, if you bid me come, I will. And Jesus said, come. And he walked on water mm. until he took his eyes off Jesus. In contemporary times, how do we have this? If I like to say that when God speaks, he creates. God does not just speak into the air. Mm. When a word comes out of his mouth, it mm. creates. Mm. In the place of intimacy, we cannot begin to say, Jesus, I want to experience your faith. Mm. And then you do not now have to wait for a dramatic moment, like you are sleeping on your bed and then you roll and then you hear thunder and whatever, and like, yes, the faith has arrived. Mm. We know that this is a work of, it is believing everything God says. Mm. So in the place of intimacy, if we now begin to say, Jesus, I want to experience your faith. We believe that because we have asked, mm-hmm. he has given it to us. Where the, sh- where the circuit now shuts out for most of us is we do not use it. Mm. 
You do not know what you have until you use it. You have to use it. Not experiencing it does not mean you don't have it. It means you've not used it. Mm. If you ask in faith, Jesus, it is on God to give you that gift. God has given it to you. So the next time a situation comes up that requires your faith, you have to spend it. You have it. Mm. Mm. You have to spend it. Mm. Okay, so I, I, I think I'm getting that part of the intimacy part, right? But yeah. there have been instances also where um, there was no semblance of intimacy. You know, for example, mm. when Jesus would just meet, um, meet people on the road and then he would, he would heal them. So where, where's the intimacy from? There's no intimacy between, you know, there, was, there were no intimate um, relationships between, even, even any sort of relationship between yeah. Jesus and people that he, he, he healed. So when you say intimacy, you know. So mm. Now, now we have to understand that yeah. the difference between us and those people mm. was that they didn't need faith for living. Mm. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. We as children of God, we need faith for living. People that Jesus saw on the streets and healed them, they didn't need faith to be healed. It was a one-off encounter. There are times where, you know, certain maybe faithful men of God have made certain prayers of our lives that had nothing to do. There was no impute of yours. And they say this prayer or they make this declaration and it happens, right? And then you're like, oh, wow, this happened. Great. Very few times do those moments have impact on our life overall. Mm. They are moments. What we are seeking for, the place of intimacy is because what we are seeking for is a lifetime of faith. Okay, what do you we get? do not what need do, faith. What do you get from faith? What do you get by having faith? Because I think that's where the issue is again right now. Exactly. What, yes. Because there's so like, people who, okay, do who I need have faith no, to get, get a miracle? Hmm. Mm. Mm. And we're here. What do we get from faith? Yes. Because I believe that on this journey, who mm. have, they believe and they get it. They, are, they have yeah. no relationship whatsoever with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they get it. So, what is it that we mm-hmm. get from this faith? What, what makes it different from what the, makes, what makes faith a necessity? Yeah, what makes it, what makes it different? Mm. Mm. Okay, so let me use my life as an example. Mm. When I was in school, you know, even post-school, even, and you know this story, that even post-school, it still has been God. Mm. I, I needed faith to sustain myself. I needed it for sustenance. I think we eventually have to, it feels like there is a... There are different options of what faith can give you. Mm. You can use faith to get a miracle. You can use faith to get healing. You can use faith to have a relationship with God. You can use faith for so many things. I think it is now what what you decide to use it for. For me at the time, based on my knowledge, I would say I needed faith for sustenance. And as for sustenance, I was sustained. Mm. But then it got to a point, I, I, I remember it was in 2017, that I could say, yes, I know God as my provider. Mm. 
But I'm coming to realize that there is so much more to God than this. It now became a question of this faith, this ability. So what, what, what is faith? It is not so much the ability to get things done. Mm. It is choosing to rely on God nonetheless. And I know we like to say that it sounds deep, more like, eh, if I rely on God, I still want things. Yes, I do. Everybody wants to say that, oh, I prayed for this and I got it. But it's okay at a level. There needs to be a level where it's like, yes, I've gotten everything I wanted, but I still feel inadequate. There still feels like there's something missing. It still feels like there's something missing. There's something I don't quite get. I got into that space in 2017 where mm. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. This work with God has been great. You know, I've been having faith to get things. But I'm about, where is the place of faith to know that you still, faith to know that God still loves me, even when I don't see the things I want. Mm. Faith to know that everything that God says is true. Mm. Faith to know that even if, I don't see it. I believe the nature and character of God. Faith is placing confidence in who God is. Mm. So I feel like that is where we need to get to that. I have faith. The substance of my faith is in who God is. I believe without any doubt that God is. That's it. Like God, God is. So because God is, if I need money, I can say because you are, because you love me, because you're good, because you're faithful, Mm. I have a need. And your word says that you will supply my need. But Mm. the faith is not primarily to say, I have faith that God will supply my need. It is, I have faith that God is. And Mm. because he is, but we need to first believe that he is. Mm. We need to, that is where, that is, that is the crux of the matter. If we believe, it is not like if you have not yet believed that God is, you would not get certain miracles. You will because God is a God that w- does not have any problem stretching forth his hand to you so mm. you can come close to know him. Mm. God does not have a problem with doing that. But we have to know that the necessity of faith is to believe the totality of the person of God, his word. Mm. Who he is, his nature, his sovereignty, his character. Because when you believe that God is, every other thing happens from there. Wow. All right. We, we practically ran out of time. But one last question. What, what, right. one, thing, what one thing can, can um, the average person begin to do to grow or to have faith? To grow their faith or to have faith? What mm. one thing? Just one that you can begin to do like right now. Begin to question the things you currently believe. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like simply that's it. Begin to question the things you currently believe. What are they founded on? Are they founded on the nature and character of God? The God you believe in right now, is it the God that really exists? Mm. Wow. Wow. Tony, 
this has been this has been this has been great like <laughs> uh, i was short beyond time and i'm like i'm like okay i need to, I, please I need you need to, to, you everything. need to tell your listeners like, that I, I did to. not prepare for this <laughs> that you told me literally they are telling them already before. thank you very thank much you. thank you for telling them yourself oh <laughs> you think i'm going to give you a prepared speech so you can come and read to them no no we don't do the reading part. Do the reading thing on this place yeah. thank you very much for coming on thank you so much for having was, me was short i give you like five yeah. minutes <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's why you're here that's why i'm brother like <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> thank you so much for joining thank all right so guys much. thank you for listening again and uh look forward to hear from you honestly this this conversation we should take it beyond here because I, I, I want to see all of us, even myself inclusive, you know, I don't even know this, I, you know, I didn't even know that this conversation was going to happen today, you know, but he just came up and I like, let's do this. And here we are. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, catch you some other time. This is Barella signing out. The Real Talk Podcast. Love you guys. Bye.